I think while fashion may appear very glamorous, the creative workforce behind the industry are really not afforded basic labor protections in New York. And that's because models and creatives typically work through management companies, which are different from talent agencies in that they're pretty much totally unlicensed and unregulated. Good morning. This is Epicenter NYC. We connect our communities to news, information, and each other. I'm Andrea Pineda Salgado. New York City has always been known as one of the world's fashion capitals. The fashion scene employs nearly 180,000 workers here, including models, hairstylists, and makeup artists. But while the industry generates nearly $11 billion in wages, it is still one of the most unregulated and exploitative in the world. Fashion workers and models come to the city with big dreams, and their excitement is too often taken advantage of by management companies. A new bill, the Fashion Workers Act, wants to change that. The Fashion Workers Act was brought forth by the Model Alliance, Senator Brad Hoyleman, and Assemblymember Karinus Reyes. With it, they hope to increase the regulation and protections for models and creatives alike. Today, Sidney Giordano, the Associate Director of the Model Alliance, talks about some of the specific problems that fashion workers face and how the Fashion Workers Act will help. My name is Sydney Giordano. I'm the Associate Director of the Model Alliance. We're a New York-based nonprofit organization that works to advance labor rights in the fashion industry from the runway to the factory floor. Um, and we recently, I believe it was last month, introduced the Fashion Workers Act the New York State bill that would create very basic rights and protections for models and creatives in New York's fashion industry. So we're talking about um, models, influencers, content creators, uh, hairstylists, makeup artists, photographers, really anyone who works through a management company in the fashion industry in New York would be covered under the bill. And would you give me some examples of issues that fashion workers go through and how the fashion workers will address that? Sure. So I guess a little on background, I mean, as we know, the fashion industry is one of the greatest economic drivers across the world. Um, but specifically in New York, it count, accounts for 6% of the city's workforce. It generates close to $11 billion in total wages. New York Fashion Week generates close to $600 million in income each year for New York, which is more than the economic impact of Milan, Paris, and London's Fashion Weeks combined. So obviously, it's a huge industry. And I think while fashion may appear very glamorous, the creative workforce behind the industry are really not afforded basic labor protections in New York, which I think a lot of people don't realize and that's because, as I mentioned, models and creatives typically work through management companies, which are different from talent agencies that represent like actors in that they're pretty much totally unlicensed and unregulated. And that loophole in the law really leaves models and creatives unprotected outside the terms of their individual contracts with their management. Um, and those contracts tend to be very exploitative and one-sided. We're talking about like, exclusive, self-renewing, multi-year contracts that workers are signing without any promise by these management company companies to even like, book them any jobs or pay them in a timely manner. And that really 
ensnares these workers oftentimes in a cycle of debt and makes them vulnerable to other forms of abuse as well. We also hear a lot through our support line, Model Alliance support, about modeling scams, um, which I think a lot of people don't think about. These scammers, especially with the rise in social media, uh, will prey on the aspirations of young girls across the world who want to work in the fashion industry. Scammers will lure them into these dangerous schemes and try to solicit payments and nude photos, explicit videos. So our work really extends beyond the um, immediate workforce to include those who aspire to work in fashion as well. And why are fashion workers more vulnerable to exploitation than people in other fields? I would say mostly because of the loophole in the law that I just mentioned and to kind of get into the, the nitty gritty of it a little bit. In New York State, management companies, or I, I guess I should say modeling agencies, consider themselves legally to be management companies, which differ from talent agencies, which are required to be licensed with the state and follow certain regulations, um, including timely payment and other sort of very basic rights that most other workers enjoy. But management companies, particularly in New York, are not required to uphold any sort of standards at all. Um, and I think that that really leaves people in fashion vulnerable to abuse. Models and creatives are also generally considered independent contractors, so they don't have the rights and protections that employees usually enjoy or typically enjoy, including the ability to unionize. And so at the Model Alliance, we're taking kind of an alternative approach and introducing legislation that would try to create some of those protections in a more uh, creative type of way. And who will this, the Fashion Workers Act, impact? Yeah, I think there's this perception that fashion workers are incredibly privileged um, when in reality we're talking about a very young, mostly female and largely immigrant workforce. We're talking about 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds, many of whom are coming from other countries and um, on a work visa, which is actually usually sponsored by the management company. Um, really hoping to to make it big in the industry. And of course, we know there's when people actually come to this country and work in the industry, there's often a very different reality. Yeah. And have you talked to different fashion workers about the act? How are they feeling? Sure. So this bill was really informed by the community. That's something that's really important to us as an organization. We believe, you know, workers should be at the table creating solutions that will most directly impact them. So at, at the start of drafting the legislation, we held a series of listening sessions with members of our community, including uh, models and creatives to talk through the provisions of the bill. We had some really healthy and interesting debate around certain provisions. And we really took all of the feedback that we received and worked it into the bill to create something that really reflects the concerns of the community, which we're really proud of. I mean, we, we hear stories about these types of issues every single day through our support line, Model Alliance support. We hear from models who are locked into these self-renewing multi-year contracts that they can't legally get out of. And their management is not actually required to book them work. So we hear a lot from people who are saying, you know, I'm racking up, I'm racking up debt. I, I'm not working. My management's not getting me work. 
but I can't leave. I have two more years in my contract um, and it's, it's exclusive. And so I don't know what to do. And there, oftentimes there's very little that we can say because there is no legal framework around these issues yet. And so that's what we're really trying to establish. Are there any protections for, for creatives and models right now? Very few, to be honest, very few. Um, people in the industry, workers in the industry are pretty much completely unprotected outside the terms of those individual contracts that they have with their management company. And so whatever it is that they sign with the management company, that's typically what they need to abide by. And we find that to be really problematic that there's no other, there's no checks and balances. There's no, uh, there's no proper complaint mechanism for people to bring forth complaints on the job. There's really nothing kind of propping them up and, and ensuring their safety. And so that's what we're really working to create. Uh, the reality is, is that workers in the industry don't want to go to their agency or the company where the abuse occurred to report it. You know, oftentimes they're told to report to the very person who um, abused them or who exploited them or who uh, helped that abuse along. And so um, I think right now for people working in the industry, our support line, model alliance support is that resource. It's that, you know, that third party objective resource for people to come to. But we need something that's enforceable. And that's why we're introducing this bill, which would allow people to bring forth complaints with the Department of Labor and protect them against retaliation for bringing forward those complaints. Like Sydney said, there's rarely a safe place for fashion workers to voice their concerns and speak up about being mistreated. Senator Hoyleman described it as the Wild West, I spoke with him about why he decided to sponsor the bill and what it would mean for the industry. I'm State Senator Brad Hoyleman. I'm chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Um, I represent parts of Manhattan, including um, the Fashion District. And what the Fashion Workers Act would do is regulate modeling management companies and creative management companies because these two types of entities are not covered by New York regulations concerning employment agencies. So it's a wild west as it pertains to a large sector of the fashion industry. What are some examples of the issues that fashion workers go through? There are no standards of employment. There's no requirement that their management company provide them an auditing of the services. Sometimes they are forced to pay out of their own pocket for a whole host of expenses, including uh, travel. And they often have to pay rent uh, to their management company in an unfair and uh, inequitable proportion of, their, of, of the fee that they receive. The fashion industry is a luxury product, but it's no luxury working for some of these entities that don't pay their, their clients on time and, and frankly rob them of their work product. So our bill would establish new statutory duties. Um, it would create a fiduciary duty to models and creatives. And it's not just fashion models. We're talking about hairdressers and makeup artists and, and others who really make this industry run. Those who are responsible, literally on their hands and knees, pairing those amazing gowns we saw at the Met Gala. It would require models and creatives to receive copies of contracts entered into on their behalf and disclose any conflicts of interest and pay models and creatives within 45 days of their gig. 
And uh, it would require models and creatives being formed when the company uh, continues to collect royalties on their behalf and have the Department of Labor sign off on template contracts. We would prevent them from enforcing exclusive representation contracts if the model or creative hasn't been given a job opportunity in 60 days in other uh, protections. Are there any protections available for fashion workers now? Virtually none. You know, there are some Department of Labor protections that apply to all workers, but management companies were left out of regulation. Unlike, uh, unlike companies that are defined as agencies, management companies have virtually no regulations. Why are fashion workers more vulnerable to exploitation than people in other fields? Well, first, there are no regulations, unlike other fields. Secondly, many of them are trying to get their big break. And it's a very competitive industry. It's based on a lot of intangible uh, factors outside of one's control, like talent and you know appearance. And I think a lot of these models and creatives are taken for granted that they are treated as if they sh- should be privileged to be in the industry. Just like you heard, the Fashion Workers Act would change the industry by holding management companies accountable. New York City leads the country in terms of fashion, and we can't leave the people who make it happen behind. There are a few ways you can make sure this happens. First, you can sign the petition to support. You can also raise awareness for the Fashion Workers Act on social media. The Model Alliance even has graphics and text for you to post. Finally, contact your representatives and tell them to support the bill. Make sure to check the links in our show notes to learn more about how you can help. For more ways to get involved in your community, visit us at epicenter-nyc.com. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. And thanks for supporting us as we do our best to support our community. We couldn't do it without you. And if you're not already a member, sign up today by using the link in our show notes. Our intro music is All the Pretty Horses by Karavika. You can find more of their music on their website, linked to, in our podcast description.